We've had the debate over nuclear energy in the past. We've had a royal commission in the past, just to change the topic to uh, to nuclear power. Well, the opposition leader here in South Australia, David Spears, uh, telling Parliament that we uh, need to reconsider. We might need a, another Royal Commission, Royal Commission 2.0. David Spears, good morning. Good morning, Matthew, and good morning to your listeners. Why do we need to go through this again? Surely we can just look at the recommendations and go from there. Oh, well, we could. It was just one suggestion that I, I made to, to Parliament yesterday when I was giving my budget reply speech. Energy bills are through the roof in South Australia. There's a, a lack of uh, energy stability across the nation. And uh, the, the landscape has changed dramatically since the last Royal Commission. The last Royal Commission was uh, handed down by Kevin Scarce in May 2016. And when you're talking about technology and when you're talking about defence and all the things in the mix, that's really a lifetime ago. Mm. Seven years, things have changed dramatically. And we're now having nuclear submarines uh, planning to be built in South Australia. That will bring a whole different mindset, a whole different set of expertise to this state that simply isn't here at the moment. So I'm not an expert in this by any means, uh, but I, I'm suggesting that Maybe it's time we have a bipartisan discussion with the community and Labour, Liberal come together and say, do we have a future in this? Will it help uh, get us on a pathway to net zero, which a lot of people are interested in these days? Uh, and uh, will it potentially in the future give us um, cheaper base load power? Now, I don't have any of those answers, but I think it's a discussion worth having. Surely we we could know that from what's happened overseas with nuclear power. It it must surely deliver long-term cheaper baseload power. Well, we know that it does in some circumstances if it stacks up. Now, the last Royal Commission said we weren't quite there in South Australia. It actually suggested that the part of the nuclear fuel cycle that we would be best looking at is to be uh, an international waste storage facility. And that didn't sit well with a lot of people. You know, we, we become the sort of place all the all the waste gets stored for, for the, the world's nuclear industry. Um, other people thought there was good opportunity there. We know that it certainly gives um, uh, base load power in a very consistent way that can be um, uh, consistently fed into the grid. Uh, we also know that, of course, it is um, uh, the, the cleanest form of power in terms of um, uh, the, the lack of emissions. Now, there's other challenges with, with nuclear waste, uh, which would have to be considered. Uh, this work has been done. So I'm, I'm, I just said maybe we should reopen the Royal Commission. Yeah. But regardless, I, I think it's time we had a conversation about it in South Australia. And, and my, my message yesterday was that I was happy to... Um, uh, to participate in that uh, with the Premier, should he want to. Yeah, well, the Premier in the past has uh, indicated uh, a favourable disposition, I suppose is a fair way of putting it, in in terms of uh, this, saying exactly what you've pointed out, with the nuclear subs to uh, eventually be built in, in Adelaide, then, or at Osborne, then the, uh, the debate for nuclear power, well, the door is open to that. So it seems the two of you are essentially coming from the, the same page. I think we've got very similar views on this, but what happened with Peter Malinowskis, unfortunately, was that Anthony Albanese called him up and said, uh, you're not talking about that again, thank you very much, and he sort of backflipped the next day, which was disappointing. I still think there's an opportunity to ease this conversation into the community, though, not only with the AUKUS um, uh, defence agreement and the nuclear submarines, but also 
uh, we always have to remember that South Australia has amongst the largest deposits of uranium in the world. So yeah. we're quite happy to dig it up and ship it off elsewhere for other people. But you could say this, there's a bit of hypocrisy here uh, in South Australia that we won't use it here as a, as a source for power. Again, that's someone we have to work through carefully and sensibly. Uh, but seven and a bit years after the last um, major discussion on this, uh, with a lot more interest in, in net zero, with the, the AUKUS submarines on the horizon, perhaps it's time to have that discussion uh, in a really serious way again. And I know that the South Australian Chamber of Mines and Energy uh, and some of our big um, uh, big companies here are very keen to see that discussion unfold. Well, they're in favour of the small nuclear reactors when I talked to Rebecca Knoll from the SA Chamber of uh, Mines and Energy. Uh, and that's another new thing probably since the Royal Commission is the yeah. uh, development of small nuclear uh, modular reactors that can be um, placed in, you know, in towns or in suburbs, dare I say, to, to power up the area. Yeah, well, I think that's Certainly the direction South Australia would be looking at. I don't think we would build a, a major nuclear power station mm. like you see overseas. I don't think we have that need here. Yeah. Uh, and by small, these things, um, I, I wouldn't foresee them sitting in um, uh, in containers on the, the corner of uh, streets and suburbs mm. around Adelaide and, and South Australia. Uh, this, those small reactors these days are... Um, that we're talking about that weren't present when we had the last um, uh, the last Royal Commission. What they, the technology just wasn't there. You, you could foresee um, those being located um, along um, in major industrial areas uh, and feeding power into the grid. Again, I am far from an expert on this, mm. and there are people with much uh, greater knowledge and understanding internationally uh, on this subject, but. South Australia could be a player in this. Uh, the landscape is changing. The technology is changing. And I think what I pick up is that the community's attitudes are changing a bit mm. as well. Yeah, it always strikes me as odd that the people who are most in favour uh, to a point of religious fervour about emission-free energy are the, most, the ones who are also the most against the biggest potential for emission-free energy, and that's nuclear in any form. And uh, as you say, you mentioned the the H word earlier, hypocrisy. It uh, just really smacks of that. Would you go to the next election with a policy to do this, to uh, have a royal commission into it, and maybe even, dare I say, act on it? Yeah, well, we 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 don't have that policy locked down yet, but we would we would certainly be considering that. And and my colleagues, particularly Stephen Patterson, the Shadow Energy Minister, and I will be be working on that. Um, yesterday, I wanted to flag that uh, we should be open to it, and because the next election's so long away, it's still another three years away. I actually think if we're serious about talking about uh, the pathway to net zero, bringing in the skills and expertise around the, the nuclear submarines and, and gearing up for energy security in, in the, not only the state, but this nation, really, and what South Australia's role is in that. I, I think um, we need to have that discussion well before the next election. And that's why I wanted to signal to the Premier um, he'll certainly get our support mm. uh, if he wants to move forward with this. All right. David Spears, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Matthew. Take care. The leader of the opposition here in SA, uh, David Spears.